Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I see we're back. And I would like to make some footnotes at the beginning of this uh, episode for tying the other, well, tying all four of these first episodes together. So thank you for coming back. I appreciate you. So I want to talk about, firstly, the title of the chess pieces as we stand and how we'll proceed. Normally people look at chess pieces as black and white or as a matter of fact I'm gonna talk about colors later. Let me just talk about the name of the of the of the chess pieces um, at this point. Now the king, okay, we got the king. But this there's something, there's a point I have to make about the queen. The queen, because of throughout history, um, because of gender prejudice, uh, females were not respected, you know, um, as much as the males. Um, and if you can imagine, um, even less so than they are today. However, our females have made a really good comeback. Our queens today have of power and are extremely self-respecting and, and I applaud them for that but um, um, back in the day the, the what would be represented as a queen on the chessboard in some sort of um, kingdom or a tribe or a civilization used to be a male advisor um, as history went on the, and the male advisor really was running the show because he was, was the one that was in the king's ear. The king had the power to make it happen. The male advisor was smarter or more wiser in certain things and had a better feel for the timing of certain actions and, you know, would alert the king. The king would get it done if he felt that it was the right thing to do. But as time went on, we could just say the male advisor, that role, we'll just call it an advisory role and take the male part out. And um, the game evolved into a female piece, you know, the queen, but it has the, the same extended powerful range as, and um, responsibility as the male advisor did. So, um, and in another point, we look at the queen as being female, uh, like on a physical realm. But uh, I look at the queen as, as being powerful and, and um, backing up the king and protecting the object, you know, and supporting in a major way, especially in the end game, the goals. All right. So now let's talk about, I have um, information on the color of the pieces and I can also add the color and the shading of the squares now again black and white generally was the preferred color of the pieces and the preferred color of the squares alternating squares but as time went on the colors of the pieces and the squares changed and um, as long as there was different contrast and 
like say you had poor vision you you know you could tell the difference between what was light and dark and that's where we're going pieces now I look at them as light and dark and, and the same thing with the squares I look at them as dark and light you know alternating and I've seen all kind of combinations I've seen um, dark burgundy and light pink on the same chessboard because you can see between the dark and the light the differences I've even seen chessboards that had black squares and very 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 light gray squares but you can see the contrast I've seen navy dark rich navy blue and then the, the, the very 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 light you know sky blue and um, another example would be like a dark green, like a leaf type of forest green and a very light, like lime green. So I, you're going to hear me from this point on talk about light and dark as opposed to black and white. Also, I want you to pay attention as we go forward to my use of the word health and healthy and unhealthy uh, very important especially in our own minds you know we have even though we're constantly being attacked i think the worst attack is from within and um self-disrespect is the biggest crime so um, just just keep your ear out for when i mention health um next point I would like to make is at this point I'm talking about you'll hear stubborn or, 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 or flexible now this these characteristics they're just placeholders they may for a minute be here and then I'll stop really talking about them so much but I'm just using them as an example of things that we see in people's characters and 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 how they compare to other things in the description of an individual personality remember we're building a chessboard every square is a personality in my head and it has its own description this every this is a very important point every single description is written in stone at that moment but I have the authority as the overseer of the, or the collective of all of my personalities to redefine what it is. And its role is just to be exactly where I tell it to be and nothing else. Because all the other personalities around it or somewhere else on the chessboard can handle the rest. So every one of my personalities has the freedom to just be real, just be themselves and itself where it stands in its location doing its part on the chessboard as a part of a team okay the next note that I have is um, oh and remember when I talk about extremes there always will be existence of a middle ground somewhere and those are infinite places and I will reflect that you know as we go uh see everything else Prince, um, seems to be um, you know self-explanatory I have to admit or um, get into what is going on with the, 
the, the labeling of the squares and the naming of the squares on the chessboard which is the letter and the number I keep referring to so you have to know this when you start playing chess before you can talk about pieces and strategies and tactics and did you win lose or draw oh by the way a draw is a tie you you have to get the orientation of the board correct um, you know you, you, you're looking at 64 pieces but two is four things that can happen you can you can look down in the corner in your right corner and that square will be right will be well that's that square will be light we call it light on the right and if you turn it around two times the board you'll see that square will be light again basically it's a light diagonal and it affects both players but if you only was to turn that board once instead of twice you look down on your right you'll see dark and then there's a diagonal that's dark for the opponent and then that would be on the on the right so you have to be very careful the first thing that you do when you start playing is to make sure you always have a light square it doesn't matter what color you represent whether it's light or dark you have to have a light square by your right hand light on the right is the rule then everything else I'm saying can fall into place. And this is a language. This sets off an international language. I don't care what country you come from. I don't care what your language is in that country or that part of the world. This is a chess language. That's why people that don't even know how other people speak can play chess. Because of what I just told you. Light on the right. Then the next thing you have to understand that by your left hand you'll see and going up and down and, and, and also by your right hand on the outsides of the board you'll see the letters and then on the bottom and on the top you'll see numbers now this is kind of like when you're doing your math and you get the graph and you get the x and the y axis and the, you know you have coordinates you gotta match it up that's what we're doing we're matching up letters and numbers so one square could be a1 another square could be e4 another square could be h6 it all depends on where the letter is is at and where the numbers are and, and where they intersect and meet and that is the name that's the only place on that board that will have that name and that and that square and that with that name represents a personality in my head and it has a description and there's no other square that will have that description that's where we're going I think my last footnote no we we've covered the everything yeah okay so now let me give you an example of a description uh, so imagine describing a person like this Bob is powerful and is represented by the queen on the chessboard his color is light he stands on a dark square. He has unhealthy habits, all while being flexible, fast like gas, hot like steam. He resides at A1 on the right inner mind, which is on the queen side of the chessboard. There you have it.
And to get more, you're going to have to catch up with me in the next episode. I can't wait. I appreciate your attention. See you soon.